really good. Why? Fun. What is the appeal of Adam Driver? Uh, the strong jaw. He's wooden. Strong jaw. Very. The biggest nose in the world. Seems it, it's it's the way he carries himself. Phoenix is like we're gonna make so everywhere. much money off of Adam Driver. Adam Driver got an erection, walked into a wall, and hit his nose first. <laughs> wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm telling you. I'm calling him. Hey, this is Couch Critics Canada. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tim. This week I am joined by Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. Hi, everybody. And Brian. Hello, everyone. What we do here is we go through different actors, directors, movies, and just kind of shoot the shit. Uh, I am less of a knowledgeable person about, like, the actual nuance to it, so I'm using this as a means to educate myself, get introduced to new movies and if that's something that you're interested in i hope you join us for this journey as we sit down with our experts and uh, gain a little bit this is part two of our bill murray episode i guess you would call it we've uh, gone through a lot of his younger work now we're making our way up into like the 2015s and uh yeah how did that sound sweet was that good for you or was that... sounds great Nice. Uh, we've already we're we're already delving right into it with the movie Broken Flowers, uh, a winner of the Grand Prix at Cannes back in two thousand and five, I think. Um, Grand Prix of Formula One racing. Wow. I right was going to try to make that joke. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, Is the Grand Prix like the most sought after? Uh, I think the it's the second best prize next to the Palm d'Or. Okay. Yeah. The Golden Palm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> palm oil. Right. Palm so, olive. Palm d'Or is like just the the best of in show and stuff like that, and then the 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 Grand yeah. Prix. The Grand is... Prix may be the fan voted one. I mean, mm. it's not really. Can is not open to. The public though it's a private film festival so oh for the uh, bourgeoisie i fucking see yeah 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 and that's why it's more trustworthy no i'm kidding uh well, no Let, let's focus on it yeah absolutely there are too many stupid people out there to let them start making decisions on what's good and bad and that's why we need a select few like us. ourselves where are those people <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about broken flowers guys <laughs> I, I saw the movie you. once like 15 years ago and man was it a treat so good I watched it zero more times <laughs> uh, I remember liking it I don't know why I haven't rewatched it usually if I like a movie I'll watch it at least one more time or have by the time this has come out like in 16 years um 
I think if I remember correctly, it is about a guy who receives an anonymous letter saying he has a son from a former uh, fling, and oh, he doesn't dude. know who who the fling is, and he he embarks on a uh, a search to find which one is the one that had the son. Uh, Pretty good movie. Um, Bill Murray, Bill Murray solid in it. A little more serious than a lot of his other roles. Uh, a little bit more of a drama. Some dark humor in there. Overall, I liked it. Sharon Stone was in it. And I was like, man, I haven't seen a good movie with Sharon Stone in a while. It was very surprising. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, I liked it. I, I would recommend it as a watch of, of one of Bill Murray's movies. Uh, once again, kind of along the lines of Lost in Translation, where it's like he's branching into drama. He's okay. doing a little bit more drama, and he's succeeding. Doing, doing it. Uh, and you know what? You don't always love his character, which is nice. I don't like a character that's one-dimensional, right? Uh, I like a character that's developed to kind of there are times where you like them, times where you're like, you want know fuck this guy. Ah, I see why. That, I see why he's only finding out now that he has a son. Things like that, right? So, there's a couple I, of movies where Bill Murray discovers he uh, has a a bastard child. <laughs> there is. It's a common come on, theme. Bill. Keep tabs on your former lovers. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so neither of you have seen Broken Flowers. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Uh, The Lost City. Um... Andy Garcia, Dustin Hoffman. Have not seen it. it. Was directed by Andy Garcia. That's interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> um, a wealthy Havana club owner and his family are torn apart by violent socio-political upheaval brought about by the transition from dictatorial regime of Batista to the Marxist revolution led by Fidel Castro in 1950s Cuba. Oh, that's a heavy movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting, interesting thing. To, Did not uh, get... Well, it's very mixed reviews. Yes. Does not have great reviews. Um... What else has Andy Garcia directed? Not a ton else. And maybe there's a reason. (laughs) Almost as popular as his uh, composer work for certain soundtracks. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, maybe Garfield's a better watch than that movie. Okay. At At least Garfield may catch you with a laugh whereas that movie just sounds depressing but not well acted because it's Andy Garcia and you tell me one good movie that well not one good movie you tell me one good performance from Andy Garcia name one in a movie? no that's not good performance by him just because the movie's good doesn't mean his performance is good you didn't like him in uh, probably the most famous that he's in is The Godfather yeah. What was his performance, though? Do you really think not... his performance was great? You think his know. performance was the best? 
to be honest, I haven't seen that movie in a long overrated time. Fucking movies, by the way. Like, yeah, I don't know. Ooh, I disagree on that, but I will say, Ooh. Andy Garcia, toe to toe in twenty sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Untouchables, uh, also another gangster movie. I was going to bring that up if we ever did that. Uh, Andy yeah, Garcia go is not good in that. I hated no. that movie. I hate. I, I think that everyone did a really terrible job in that movie. I enjoyed it. Except I thought De Niro. it was great. Oh god, it's so bad. I watched it like in my early teens. I'm like, oh, this is awesome because it reminded me of like kind of a western shoot 'em up. And then I watched it as an adult. I'm like, this movie sucks. <laughs> the only good thing is the costume design. I can't stand someone in a movie getting shot forty times with a machine gun and still live it. Like throughout like every single bullet entering their body. It's like mm-hmm. just die already. <laughs> oh mm. boy. Yeah, I'm actually looking through Andy Garcia's stuff and yeah, nothing really uh pops yeah. out to me. Maybe Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Woo! And in all fairness He hasn't um, really been nominated for anything. He's just an attractive Italian American that Vincent is- only comes around in Godfather Part Three. Right, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing jumped out at me. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else he's been in. Not That's... a lot that um, yeah. that really jumps out as like, oh my god, that performance. Yeah, like he was in. Uh, I don't think he's ever been nominated Spoken for. Aces? Yeah, he was in Smoking Aces. I don't think he was ever nominated for an Oscar or like a Golden Globe. <clears throat> <clears throat> Smoking Aces was really good. Uh, he probably did an all right job on that. He's like a poor man's Al Pacino. I I think yeah. that is a valid fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great ass. So moving on. Uh, moving on. Garfield: The Tale of Two Cities. Let's go. Tale of Two Kitties. Oh, Excuse two me. kitties. Yeah. Get the, Sorry. Get the title uh-huh. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got the title wrong. Butchered it. Quoting I've a book this, instead. I've got this uh, Blu-ray extended edition, director's cut, commentary. So I've never seen this movie. I don't know about you guys. What I assume is uh, Garfield Nody on an adventure. Um, he's going to make some jokes about Mondays. Uh, he's going to eat probably a little bit of lasagna, maybe getting oh, yeah. some hijinks involving that. And, Probably sleeping uh, and taking naps. We'll see Bill Murray being a fantastic Bill Murray, but probably just a crap sack of a movie. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I've never seen it either, but that sounds about right. You do get um, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Brecken Meyer in it, though. Ooh, Brecken Meyer. They Meyer's moved up from the previous one. Brecken Meyer, I. I not going to go anywhere near his performances. He's always been enjoyable. He does seem like somebody that would be cool to have a beer with, or at least he would have 20 years ago, but, uh, yeah. Hey, man. Meyer. He played, he, Brecken Meyer's biggest, uh, biggest contribution to the world, uh, is Robot Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Superman, Jesus Christ, Munson, voices all them. Road Trip, a great college teen movie. Like I always loved the the road trip kind of genre of film. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. Um, one of those that I thought wouldn't have aged that well, but I rewatched it recently. Uh, actually, there wasn't much where I was like, ooh, that's, uh, that doesn't hit. Yeah, I was surprised. Hmm. Decent. Um, but yeah, Tale of Two Kitties. Still probably watch it over uh, The Lost City. Probably watch probably. it over that. Fuck Andy Garcia. <laughs> Andy Garcia you heard couldn't, first. Andy couldn't, Garcia couldn't get onto this movie. Yeah. He couldn't. <clears throat> uh, then we hop into this. Cohen, this Cohen wouldn't even it. hire him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, Darjeeling Limited. Oh, 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 this has been on my list for a while. It is probably my favorite. It is a Wes Anderson. very good, very good film. But I don't um, want to get too much into Wes Anderson because that's a whole different topic. But yes. yeah. Bill Murray yeah. isn't really in it that well. I wouldn't say it's his strongest role. He does a really good job running towards a train. Don't want to spoil it. <laughs> and he's very yeah. convincing to be a white guy in India. Even at this point in Bill Murray's career, he is surprisingly in fucking shape in a subtle way. Like, he's got the man teats and a bit of a, a gut on him or something like that. But one of the scenes from Life Aquatic, if I go back than to Chevy that, Chase. that I remember is he was walking down a set of stairs and picked up like a 10-year-old kid and put him on his shoulders without breaking stride. Now that probably that's that's not fucking easy to do. Kids are fucking heavy. Like I yeah. was blown away by that and like they're very he's dense 60 because of their rubber bones. Uh, Darjeeling Limited definitely on my list of things to watch. Uh we'll cover it You'll later on. You'll have to watch on. it before Wes Anderson. We can You'll keep this to. real quick. The must Jason Schwartzman, uh, he had that show where he was pretending to be like a detective. I saw like part of one episode. Is he somebody that I should try to give him a chance, get into him? Is he is he worth the? You should get into Jason Schwartzman. I I mean it's pretty much just all Wes Anderson films, uh, with the exception of maybe like Scott Pilgrim. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few where he jumps in with that gang. Uh, he was yeah. also in. Um, what was it? Funny People. He was Yo Teach. Oh, yes. And Funny People is uh, a little long. Third act uh, drawn out a little bit. Yeah. But uh, good movie overall. Okay. And, you know, maybe one time we'll we'll do an episode on... Uh, uh, what's his name? Shitty stand-up comedian that writes movies that are okay. Judd Apatow. Yes. Wow. Uh, overrated. <laughs> I think, you, Overrated. I, think, I think you did the exact same thing when we were talking to Adam Sandler during the, the Paul, uh, Paul Anthony. <laughs> whatever that whatever that podcast is called, I forget. <clears throat> Judd Apatow, Apatow just pisses I've me enjoyed off. some of his work, but I definitely have an ear out for when everybody tries to tell me about Freaks and Geeks. And uh, what was his, the other one where they were in college? But, Undeclared. Uh, undeclared. As soon as like, someone's like, like oh, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, my fucking radar goes off. I like Freaks and Geeks a lot, personally. Mm-hmm. I, mainly because I was like, a young Jason Siegel? Oh, my God. And, like, not even young James Franco or Seth Rogen. I was like, Jason Siegel, he's hilarious. And he young made... Marshall Erickson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a few. There's a few characters in that. And then when I was watching Mad Men, I'm like, wait. 
isn't that woman that <laughs> John Hamm's having an affair with? Wasn't she in Freaks and Geeks too? What's her name? Yeah. Oh man, it, it's not bad. I really liked it. It's good, and it kind of shows like them being geeky and liking uh, Star Wars and everything. And you see a a young uh, Leslie Mann who's quite sexy in it at the time. Martin Starr is the standout of that show for me because he later on did the uh, catering TV show, which was fucking hilarious. I forget the name of it. Um, Jesus Christ, my goddamn well, memory. Young there. Brian, I'll look it up. Thank you, Brian. Brian, Martin he has Starr. eight computers surrounding him. I also realized that I am the blackest of light in my basement suite. That will change when I move to Mississauga. Nice. I'm not coming up soon. Uh, end of forgot, October. Uh, Martin Starr plays Gilfoyle in Silicon Valley, by the way. Oh. Um, Gilfoyle. Yeah, it's a great show. If you don't want, if you haven't watched it, highly recommend it. Um, you did so Martin Starr, and we're looking for catering. You said. Yes. We're putting Bill Murray on pause, people. Be aware yeah. that we uh, like to take side party road. down. Party down. Party down. Let's get used yeah. to it. Everybody in that show is absolutely fantastic. They're all a bunch of aspiring actors that can't ever really get any work except for the lead role. He was in Parks and Rec. I don't know his name. Uh, but he had like a bit part Adam in commercial. Adam Scott. Yes. Adam Scott. Ken Marino. Nick yeah, Offerman. Marino. Um, yeah. Megan Mullally. J.K. Simmons. Jane Lynch. Are we Kristen having Bell, fun yet? Ken Jeong. Wow, it's a, that's a lot of big names in this show, yet yeah. I've never heard of it. It's pretty dark. Not, yeah. <laughs> and we're at uh, I should never Get fucking smart. question you guys. I highly yeah. recommended this movie. I would highly recommend this movie. Do we have like something that we're going to use as a rating system for any of this, or just recommend, not recommend? Yeah, I think recommend, not recommend. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, if you're... If you're uh, there's going to be movies that we come across where it, we're going to be able to tell that you're hell bent on recommending it. I'd give this five. Kind of like how I was with the Lost in Translation. So this is nine and a half <laughs> bags of popcorn out of ten with butter in the middle and butter on the top. Um, City of Ember, the next one on the list. I don't even know. Have not seen it. Um. Uh, okay, he he's got an interesting role. For generations, the people <laughs> of the city of Ember have flourished in an amazing world of glittering lights. But Ember's once powerful generator is failing, and the great lamp that lamps that illuminate the city are starting to flick. What oh, the fuck? It's a I, movie. I saw it a while. Sounds back like a ago. very Saoirse Ronan's in it. Is this a um, like a kids movie where it's just like if you just bereave? Yeah, it's PG. Light, it, it'll it's PG. it'll it'll it's light PG. up. It'll light up. Very much you in need the vein a, you need of Christmas uh, cheer. The the years that were Hunger Games, uh, Divergent, uh, all the those movies were coming out where they're okay, but it's like kind of rough and tumble. Kids are gonna actually save the day, but mm. Percy Jackson. Yes. The Bridge to Terabithia. Um, I mean, some of those are good, at least. This sounds horrible. Um, those are not for fucking Oscars. Shut the fuck up. 
Show some respect. Show some respect. All right, we're going to move on from that one. Limits <laughs> of control. Bill Murray, what the fuck you been doing lately, bud? Not lately, um, I guess. I haven't seen this either. 12 years ago. Um, yeah, man. Tilda Swinton's in this. Slowly. Hey. John Hurt. Interesting. Very far down the bill. Um, story of a mysterious loner, a stranger in the process of contemplating a criminal job. Uh, interesting. I haven't seen it. Tilda Swinton was also in Broken Flowers, I saw on the cast bill. Yes, sir. Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton. Next hottest couple, I tell you. I you heard it here movie first. you watch, but I, I can't recommend it having not seen it or even heard anyone talk about this film before. Yeah. I know nothing about it, so we move on. <laughs> Get Low, a movie spun out of equal parts, folktale, fable, and real-life legend about the mysterious 1930s Tennessee hermit who famously threw his own rollicking funeral party while he was still alive. That'd be a fun time, I think. Yeah. Um, Fake your own death, have a funeral, and then just like dress up as somebody and just like see how everyone's like reaction to you being dead would be. I like that idea. You got Robert Duvall, Robert Duvall. Sissy Spacek. I'm 100% in on this, not even knowing. Oh, that, that's, those are some good characters. Mm-hmm. We might have to watch this. I feel like I, re- I vaguely remember the trailer for this, but I never saw the need something that I'd have to I'd have to go back and watch. This is rare. There's uh we don't come across movies that have a relatively strong cast that one of the three of us hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. What are you talking um, about? What was what was the one again in Cuba? The Getaway. <laughs> that is the Lost cast. City. The Lost City. Yeah, it was so good. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> that was like an amazing movie. What are you talking about? Um, that everyone dustin hoffman yeah that's an actor i really like but he really did some horrible movies much like robert de niro really lose a lot of street cred that way where i come from (laughs) yeah if i got off of those movies i'd definitely turn what about zombie land that's the next one on the list definitely not a movie that's you know uh swayed in any direction because of bill murray but it was you really shut your cool. fucking mouth. It was you really shut cool. your fucking mouth. Hey, sorry. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, it just comes out every now and then. I, I, I'm used to telling my wife that. <laughs> it's a twitch. It's a tick. It's a tick. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I I did not see it coming when they were like, oh, where are we going to go? And like passing all these different houses and they actually end up at Bill Murray's place. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, he seemed really cool in it. I, I think it's fantastic. I actually am the opposite. I love the fact that he got shot. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. Because it's so unexpected. Right? Like, uh, once you think things are fine and you're cool, it, it, it's a good it's a good relief. For the listening audience, if you're not uh, familiar with the film, Zombieland Spoiler. is about a zombie apocalypse. Surprise! <laughs> Zombieland is about as the apocalypse. Yeah, Zombieland. I, I appreciate. Zombieland any- is about. <laughs> I appreciate any time that like a cameo character like they don't have plot armor. 
I've heard this a lot with uh, different D&D shit, but like plot armor seems to be a great term that I think we can apply to movies as well, where you have this powerful character, the lead or something like that. There should never be a time where they have complete plot armor. Nothing bad can happen to them. That's why it was so fucking great, like you said, relief humor when he fucking just takes the gun to the face after everybody celebrating this moment of relief and then just fuck. <laughs> Actually, if you want to know what Zombieland's about, Castro's communist revolution sweeps through Cuba, catching an apolitical <laughs> Havana club owner in the middle of it and fighting his family. <laughs> Starring Andy Garcia, oh. Dustin Hoffman, Bill Murray. <laughs> We talked about trying to create our own six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We should just keep bringing it back. How do you use a six degrees? To Kevin? Uh, next movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox. But uh, for the bits and pieces of Fantastic Mr. Fox, I really like it. I really liked it so far. So I can't wait to piece it all together. The entire cool. look of it, I would highly recommend this movie. I, I don't worry about spoilers. I kind of already know what happens. So don't worry. Yeah, I'm I'm not spoiling anything until uh until Wes Anderson. Moving on. <laughs> we're, we're all dull. Passion play. Yeah. Oh god, this movie got panned so hard. Okay. Um I was like I didn't recognize it by the title and then I see the cover. Uh is that the one and... with Melissa McCarthy? Is she's not on the cover? Let me see if she's in it. Uh, like the neighbor, I don't see her. Uh, Megan, Fox. Mickey Rourke, Megan Mickey Fox, Rourke. Bill no, Murray, um, Chuck Liddell. <laughs> <laughs> you know wow. it's going to be great if Chuck Liddell is in it. Jesus, um, for an Oscar, an angel under the thumb of a ruthless gangster is saved by a trumpet player down on his luck. So I'm going to say the angel is Megan Fox, the gangster is Mickey Rourke, and Bill Murray plays a trumpet player. That's my guess. Well, Bill Murray's name is Happy Shannon. That sounds like a trumpet Megan player. Megan Fox's name is Lily Luster. <laughs> wow. Weird. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, sometimes there's just enough going on in your life. You don't need to waste time. And I believe this is one of the films that will waste your fucking time. Moonrise Kingdom. There's a win here. Moonrise Kingdom. Yes, there's a win. It's a good movie, though. Please watch. All right, so Moonrise Kingdom. I'm not familiar with this movie. I'm sure it's just another Wes Anderson film. Uh, Quirky, different. If we're bringing our audience in on what we're talking about, like, give me a quick two sentence. Like, what is this movie about? Is this worth watching? I was like, I was going to let Aaron do it. Um, I can do it. I don't want it. I'm trying to find the best way not to spoil too much about it. I guess it's a a pair of of young lovers. Yes. That flee their... flee their homes their teenage responsibilities (laughs) it's there's a cute part to it which i think is the most adorable is that uh the boy is in scouts but it makes it seem like he's like in like in the military you know like you (laughs) know like that old like it's like oh yeah i'm just writing my sweetie here oh yeah she's a real doll ah real betty betty gable (laughs) grable clark gable (laughs) 
Betty Grable, yes. I'm trying to get that right. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really cute. Um, just a love show, romance. Um, one of the kiss scenes between the two was actually nominated for like best kiss in the MTV Awards, which I thought was rather cute. I'm like, spoilers, oh, yeah. the kiss. Wait, way to throw it in there, like with Spider Man and all that shit. Weirdo um, MTV Awards. Every pedophile's like, woo. I will say, out of all the Wes Anderson films, I hold this one in very high regard. I think it is. It's a good call. It's a good call. It is incredibly awkward, like all of his films. Um,. <laughs> I I would say there's a good level of comedic diversity here that may be lacking in some of his other movies. Edward and you Norton get is a, a lot is of different man. kinds of laughs uh in the in this. Bruce Willis is in it as well. Um and Bruce Willis uh when he's when when Bruce Willis plays roles like this i i appreciate him that much more that's all i will say with john mcclane francis mcdormand yeah uh tilda swinton yeah jason schwartzman who's in all of his uh all of wes anderson's movies yeah pretty well yeah it's uh it's it's a great story overall and provides you you feel a little bit uncomfortable at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it it shows you how strong a story it is when you feel uncomfortable at times, but still appreciate the overall story that much. That's no, all I'm... I will say without, without uh, spoiling much. It's a great movie. Please so... check it out. Um, what I was going to say, too, is that uh, Bill Murray's character is... You know, again, not a leading role, but no. an integral part to the story. No, no. So if I'm picking up what you guys are saying, basically, as like the audience listening in is a coming of age story, uh, really fucking solid. Definitely recommended. Bill Murray plays mm. like a kind of a the dad of the family or something like that. that sounds yes. great. Like this should definitely go on. Cool. Next movie coming up has been on my list for a while. It looks fantastic. I'm excited for you guys to tell me about it if it's worth the watch. Hyde Park on Hudson. Oh, I thought we were I going to seen this. Budapest. Oh. Hyde Park on Hudson. That's... I haven't heard about this one either. What? Is this the <laughs> oh, presidential man. movie? I was like, Grand Budapest is a few further up. <laughs> God damn it, Brian. You blew your load. I didn't blow my load. Hyde Park on Hudson's from 2012. Grand Budapest 2014. We're on track. It was me. I was the one that fucked it up. I'm sorry, Brian. Yeah. I was like, you know who? You, hey. I saw this movie in theaters. You know who blew their load? FDR getting a hand job on the outer part of his pants from his cousin. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it really happened. It really happened. The story of the love affair between FDR and his distant cousin, Margaret Daisy Suckley, centered around the weekend in 1939 when the king and queen of the United Kingdom visited upstate New York. I would- uh, Bill Murray, Laura Linney. Laura Linney, did a good job. Over the pants. Brian, have you hand. seen this movie? Uh, I don't think so. It looks familiar, like I have. 
Hmm. But I don't think I have. Like, I remember... Wait, let me just take a quick gander here. Oh, I definitely have. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll let you go first while I just look at a couple more pictures, <laughs> images online to refresh the memory a little bit. Cause... You're watching the, the hand job scene, aren't you? Uh, I I am currently <laughs> watching myself to the over job. over and over again. Um, no, I watched this in theaters. Uh, I was really intrigued because I was like, "Hey, Bill Murray, FDR. I bet this is a comedy, and like it's going to be wacky and like hilarious and kind of like you know awkward, like a British humor kind of thing." It was not. <laughs> I I thought it was. I thought it was good. I might watch it again. FDR is one of my more favorite of the American um, presidents. but And like Bill Murray, I thought, did a very good job. Uh, and I think it was very accurate. Um, yeah, go into it knowing it's going to be um, more of a, a dry drama. A good, histor historically accurate timepiece, I would say. Uh, but you're not going to be getting some, you know, just laughter or anything like that i i what i remember was not buying bill murray as fdr that's the biggest thing i remember uh about this like the more and more i've looked at the photos the more i realized this fucker uh, couldn't have polio i kind of blocked it out because i actually really we've discussed i really like bill murray in drama roles mm-hmm but I don't know why this just didn't hit the mark. Kind of Charles Swan the Third. Interesting. That's Bill Murray's next film. Um, it was written and directed by Roman Coppola, one of the most notorious unibrows in the industry. Um. Roman Coppola has actually written a lot. Uh, he he helped write Moonrise Kingdom, Darjeeling Limited, Isle of Dogs. Uh, oh, he's right up there with Wes Anderson. Yeah, so he's done a lot, like co-written with Wes Anderson, and this one he did on his own. Never saw it. It's got some pretty bad reviews here. Oh boy. Yeah. Same uh, so with Bill Murray in the late 2000s and 2010s charlie sheen jason schwartzman bill murray hmm one of those names stands out yeah charlie sheen <laughs> higher blood <laughs> <laughs> oh it was 2012 2013 time frame 2012 uh he could do no wrong no do no wrong <laughs> Uh, the next one, though, yeah. oh, as a yawn, because we're getting late, The Monuments yeah, Men. I'm, I'm with you. You know, I've I've heard a lot of flack about Mon Monuments Men. It wasn't really, didn't really pop out to me. But at the same time, I thought it was a really interesting story. But, like, when you start off with Matt Damon and George Clooney, I'm like, okay, Ocean's 14, but, like, in 1941? <laughs> Uh, great yeah. cast, great cast, huge cast, huge cast. And not just for the size of John Goodman. Yeah, massive. By the way, <laughs> yeah, 
Neutral uh, good man. Yeah, Monuments Men. I don't know. It's kind of... World War II. Uh, retrieving World War II. different artist, artistic artifacts, I would say. Yeah. Paintings, sculptures, um, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I I don't think I have anything bad to say about the movie. I just think I had higher expectations given the cast. Yeah. Uh, it was also written and directed by George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah, he. Oh, it's based off a book that was. Uh, it's obviously written by someone else, but adapted for the screen by George. Uh, when I went to Belgium a couple of years ago, uh, I did see the the Ghent altarpiece that they talk about in that mm. film. How part of it, uh, a portion of it, is missing. Well, and I think part of what made me have high expectations was Clooney actually up until monuments men had a pretty good reputation as a writer uh good night and good luck ides of march being two that come to mind that he was like really 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 strongly involved i think he co-wrote good night and good luck i don't know about ides of march it may have just been just him does yeah. it ever make you resent him a little was... bit like you can't just settle on just being a great fucking actor and handsome and all the other shit that he does, now he's got to go be a great fucking writer. Like, fuck that guy. Perfect salt and pepper beard. Yeah. George Clooney invented it. Piece of shit. <laughs> Every uh, time I get compared to him, I'm just like, it's just because of my fucking hair. There's nothing else that, of me that looks like George Clooney. Just my fucking hair. We'll get uh, you a fucking then, pet pig and a fucking motorcycle. You'll look exactly like Clooney. The other thing, and we didn't talk about this during the Coen Brothers episode is because we looked at direct movies they directed. The Coen brothers co-wrote Suburbicon, George Clooney. Oh. And George Clooney directed it, and I thought it was an utter piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so horrible. <laughs> so, uh, and that, once again, great cast. Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac. Um, yeah, horrible movie. Horrible. So, right, I, uh, yeah, George Clooney, Monuments Men, had higher expectations. Still, a good movie overall. Like, it's not one that I wouldn't watch. It's just lower on the list of Bill Murray films that I would recommend watching. I'd give it one penis in the popcorn out of out of three. Damn, three in the popcorn. Wow. Is that inches uh, or penises? <laughs> I, I would watch it again, but I wasn't wooed by the by the cast and the potential. I, I had much higher expectations. Here you go. This one's for you, Timmy. The Grand Budapest Hotel. So I've been hearing about this movie for years, and it's always just been a background. Like It's uh, always going on to the My List or whatever, whatever uh, streaming service it pops up on. I've never taken the dive into it. Uh, the trailer looks awesome. But uh, would you guys recommend this movie? What's it even about? <laughs> okay. Uh, Aaron, I described the last movie, so I'll let you take this one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this we is one both I... watched it within the last, like, <sighs> month. Well, I've been, I, I'm, 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 like, one quarter of the way in. Uh, Ooh, I, watched I, it many, I watched it many years ago, around Christmas time. Um, when it first came out, I was watching it on Netflix. It's a big story. 
It's a big story. Uh, it deals with a uh, hotel in post World War One, I, I think. I think it's post World War One, and it's about a hotel, and it's the story of a lobby boy and his journey, as well as the maitre d and his journey. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. I. I <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was really good. Uh, you get the typical Dirty Dozen with Wes Anderson villainy. Um, I don't recall Bill Murray's character. He must just be like a background guy. Yeah, Bill Murray's character is a very small role. He's one of the... Um, they get to a point where they need to call other hotels. Yeah. And he's one of the other hotels. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so um, Bill Murray's role is probably like 20 seconds yeah. in the movie. It's a great nice, movie, just not a Bill in. Murray movie per se, like another no, cameo. Cameo appearance, cameo appearance, a little bit of comedy involved because it is Bill Murray. It's a it's a great movie. Uh, it's a great story. Quirky, awkward humor that you'd expect from Wes Anderson. Delving into it. Tim, watch it before the Wes Anderson episode if you can. But yeah. How much of Wes um, Anderson's career is just based on having vacations in beautiful locations? Right. He likes. Uh, he has an idea for sets. He likes it, and we'll we'll get in. I have a lot of interesting information up here, not in the computer for once about Wes Anderson. But we'll keep it Bullshit. for that. Uh, we'll keep it for that. <laughs> um, Saint Vincent. This is the one, Chalupa, you were referring to with Melissa McCarthy. Ah, uh, yes, I remember hearing about this a lot for the Oscars. Yeah. Where they're, they're neighbors and he's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> There's the, the best idea that have. goes back and forth and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the official synopsis is a young boy whose parents have just divorced finds an unlikely friend and mentor in the misanthropic, body, hedonistic war veteran who lives next door. Clay Eastwood. I was about to say, this feels like uh, the, that other movie. Gran Torino? Gran Torino. I wonder if this came out in the same year. I, Murray's starting to show his colors is just like fucking copying whatever else is coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Gran Torino's like 08, probably. Uh, yeah, that okay, was Just by that brief description from what you guys have given it so far, I'm 100% in. Uh, let me know. Is this a recommended movie? Like, I don't want to know anything more about it. this movie. I want to see it. Um, Add it to your list if you're curious about it, man. Number one, yeah. fans, if you see a movie that you really want to watch, dive in. Chances are it's going to suck. But you know what? It's going to mean something to you. And messages. Yeah. Also, if we recommend it to you and you hate it, don't blame us. Yeah. But let Everyone us know. has different tastes. But if you Everyone like it, then give us credit. And be like, hey, Absolutely. we love you. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Um... Send us money. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, if you want to. You could. Bill Murray is a dick. Humor always good, by the way. Uh, I, I find he plays a good asshole. <laughs> dick humor is um, the best humor. Looks like he has and a fucking awesome mustache in the pictures. Melissa McCarthy, when she's not playing goofy Melissa McCarthy, is actually... Is actually... Uh, is actually funny right she has the ability to be funny it's just she does so many stupid shitty movies that you forget that uh even in bridesmaids she's not the lead right and no. she's fantastic 
that launched she's not the lead. I've uh, pulled up our next film. Finally. Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. No. So, funny enough, this is the third Dumb and Dumber movie, technically, <laughs> but it's only the second one by the Fairley Brothers. Yeah. The first, the Dumb and Dumber-er, when Harry met Lloyd, that was is a... a story by someone else that is based off the Fairley Brothers character. Yeah, that was a prequel. That gave them money to make the Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, remember the watch... Brothers shouldn't have had problems with money, but I, this I one actually that. had Jim Carrey. Um, I watched that. Uh, I'll let you Dumb guys talk Dumber. about it. I watched Dumb and Dumber when Harry met Lloyd, and that was awful. Absolutely awful. I'll be um, honest. That's what put me off from seeing Dumb and Dumber too. Me too. Me too. I forget what was his name. Uh, he was a huge fucking. Oh God. Um, Eagle Eye. Um, Transformers. What's this? What's the Transformers kid's name? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. He was in it. And I remember reading a Maxim magazine. Remember, remember Maxim magazine. Oh, yeah. I remember reading a Maxim magazine article, and I was like asking him like one of his biggest movie regrets was, and he's like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> when Harry met when Harry met Lloyd, he's like, I don't think it would have broken my career by any means. It definitely didn't help. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I never watched number two. You didn't, so we're talking about it. I feel Brian watched it. Yeah, it's like Anchorman two. I didn't want to watch Anchorman two either. I'm just like, I've Anchorman? heard with multiple viewings, it good. gets better and better. People like it more than the original. It just takes. Some and I've time. heard that too. I'm just like, I've heard either don't do it. I've heard. You know, it's actually not that bad. I'm like, well, I don't really feel like watching it right now. It's like Super Troopers 2. I thought that was garbage. My brother's like, it's pretty funny. It's quite quotable. I'm like, how so? (laughs) Uh, I've given up on the sequels. I haven't seen Super Troopers 2, but I am seeing Rob Riggle is in this, and we have to do an entire episode dedicated to that fucking amazing, amazing man. I think he is one of the most underrated comedic actors out there. I fucking love Rob Riggle. <laughs> looks like Brian's uncle. I I really like Rob Riggle as well. I think Rob Riggle's hilarious. Um, can't carry anything on his own, but man, is he a good uh, is he a good person to have in your movie if you're looking to add comedy. Also, really good in Snickers commercials. Really good in Snickers commercials. Uh, did you see Dumb and Dumber too, Brian? I did not. No. Yeah, neither of us did either. But we had things zero appeal. About it. <laughs> zero appeal. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, classic. Uh, when I go, I've watched Dumb and Dumber again recently. Doesn't hit the same way it did when I was younger, but uh, I can still appreciate it. Dumb and Dumber too. Zero desire to see it. Yeah, agree. Seems like a cash grab to me. Yeah. Um, Not nearly enough crash test dummy songs. Uh, <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> I'm gonna go have a piss. I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> yeah. we, we're rotating out. <laughs> um, do you know Aloha? Don't know Aloha. I think we can skip it. Um, let me give me the quick. 
celebrated military contractor contractor returns to the site of his greatest career triumphs and reconnects with long ago love while unexpectedly falling for the hard changing Air Force watchdog. Blah blah blah. Um, Bradley Cooper, Rachel McAdams, Emma Stone, Alec Baldwin, John Krasinski, Danny McBride. All right, I Big was about cast. to fucking write that movie off but i guess i'm gonna have to watch it uh emma stone plays a uh like half asian half american oh this was and, a problem movie eh yeah big problem movie uh and here's the thing cameron crow movie i've never seen it because it got panned so hard but like i love cameron crow I think Cameron Crowe's fantastic with a lot of the movies he's written. That being said, a lot of those movies were in the like nineties and early two thousands. Maybe Cameron Crowe's lost it because he also like around the same time as Aloha was, I think we bought a zoo. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Stuff like that. Whereas like Cameron Crowe, Jerry Maguire, Almost Famous, Elizabeth Town was pretty good. Vanilla Sky, Vanilla Sky, oh my god. I uh, think with that cast, yeah. this is worthwhile saying Aloha should be a circle back movie. We're going to pen that down, and in a future episode, we'll hit it for 30 seconds, say whether or not we liked it, whether it was uh, was good or not, but with that fucking cast, how could you not? Watch. Rock the Casbah is Bill Murray's next one on the list. Didn't even hear about it. Haven't seen it. Couldn't tell you anything about it. I recently watched it when we were talking about doing this. Uh, Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. He's a burnt out uh, alcoholic uh, uh, music manager, basically. And he's like just kind of shady in Hollywood, putting people through, always claiming that he knew like Madonna before she was Madonna. And uh, he gets hooked up with, uh, well, his partner is zoe de chanel actually and uh they've flown out to do uso tours in afghanistan during the war she takes off he finds a local and helps her kind of into the afghan star situation um really poignant now with everything that's happening over there um but uh, i guess it was based on a real story uh more or less just the idea and then it goes wildly off in its own uh own thing but i thought that was pretty cool that there was a woman that uh did go for afghan star and uh, she was kicked off at the end after getting a lot of votes and moving through to show like how progressive kabul was but i believe she danced on on camera which was like the big uh no no thing but the uh the overall movie was it was good uh, a little slow in parts. It probably could have been, you know, sped up a bit. But uh, again, Bill Murray being Bill Murray was quite enjoyable. So you could say that she was the cause of the uprising right now. <clears throat> yes. <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Thought so. Directed, directed by Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson, you guys may know from Good Morning Vietnam, Rain Ooh. Man. Uh, Wag the Dog, The Natural, all good movies. Movies from this decade, right on. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not much recently that you may know him for. He had his time, he had his time. Leave him alone, leave the guy alone. 
we're on to the live action Jungle Book. He voiced Baloo. <laughs> we're just he gonna skip sure it for did. Christmas, one of the greatest Christmas specials of all time. Oh, we talked about it already, though. Of all time. Uh, yeah, this is actually the one and probably my only 3D live action Disney movie I will ever watch. I love the old Jungle Book so much. Um, not saying that Bill Murray ruined it or anything like that. It was just weird to watch it in 3D. Uh, Bill Murray having that deep voice. Yeah, he could play with Baloo. You know, lazy lifestyle. Cool. It'd probably either be him or John Goodman, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like... Yeah, just didn't like the, the whole 3D shit. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the cartoon. That's what Disney is. That's what Disney is. Also, this is an unpopular opinion. Uh, I didn't like Scott Johansson as Ka. I don't have a problem with a woman playing Ka. What I have a problem with is that Scott Johansson to me is a robot actor, actress, the female version of Keanu Reeves, in my opinion. Um, okay. We'll touch on we'll touch on a very Murray Christmas real quick. I feel like we already did it last episode, so I skipped it. But just in case, it was so uh, Damn, a it, very Murray Christmas. Highly recommended. If I'm ever gonna recommend a Bill Murray movie or special for you, sit down by yourself, have a glass of rye and ginger, and just enjoy a dark and happy, weird Christmas special. I love Christmas specials. Uh, anybody that puts them on, I'll always check it out, except for Sarah McLaughlin. That was god-awful. But uh, <laughs> highly, highly recommend. Just go Apparently. in and enjoy yourself. Just kind of tune out. Make sure you have a drink. This is something that you just want to let it let it ruminate. I fucking love this show, and I hope more people like it so it can stick around and maybe we get one more. Ruminate is actually the word of today. So mark that on your bingo cards, folks. Ruminate. 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 Uh, I disagree. I had higher <laughs> expectations. I would say a Colbert Christmas was better than a oh, very Colbert merry so Christmas. Good. So if you're looking to watch a Christmas special, Colbert Christmas is where it's at, guys. Let's go. Toe to toe at 20. Christmas specials right now. <laughs> that we got latkes. What are they? Happen. They're fucking pancakes. <laughs> Colbert Christmas. Very Merry Christmas was just I don't know, nothing I didn't laugh. And I it takes like I laugh at a lot. I'm not like the kind of guy that doesn't laugh or hey, takes things too seriously. Um We're really funny though. I just didn't laugh. Nothing hit at all. It was just a lot of misses for me. Maybe I, based off Tim's recommendation, I need to rewatch it. Maybe I was just a curmudgeon at that time. I was. Did a you have a drink in hand? Did you have a drink in hand? Yeah. Uh, maybe I need to have an eggnog in hand yeah. at that time. Even though actually, maybe I did because I don't like eggnog, and maybe that's why. Maybe I had an eggnog <laughs> in hand. Maybe when it's the next time around, you get the crock pot out. You uh, get some fireball whiskey, a couple of cinnamon sticks. You make yourself a nice warm drink. You look outside, you see the beautiful snow, and you just let it's this like a hit. pasteurization of glue vine. My God, I don't know, man. When I when I look outside, I see snow. All I think of is how much I'm going to have to shovel the next day. <laughs> it's a good workout. <laughs> oh man, 
All right. Uh, then we have the female Ghostbusters. Bill Murray had a moving on cameo in. Moving on. Okay, this it's a cameo is only a bad movie. Well, because it was a bad fucking movie. But the reason that it's infuriating <laughs> was the amount of talent you had between all of the actors that were on screen. Each and every one of them are fucking hilarious in their own right when they're playing their thing and they drop the ball. They didn't look at the Leslie script. Leslie Jones saves saves it from being a horrible movie. Yes. Leslie Jones single-handedly saves it from being a horrible movie because it's very tough. Um, Kristen Wiig, in some ways I love her, but in other ways I just want to like rip my eyeballs out and like i it's just the same shit and it just it wears on you when it when it's just the same thing over and over and over again so um yeah but it's a it's a small cameo role he's listed in so why did they have to get rid of the history uh, we'll we'll move on kate mckinnon is one of the best (laughs) fucking snl actresses Oh, sorry, actors. I'm Agent Morris with the NSA, and this is Special Agent Kirkpatrick. Now, we know you've all been through quite an ordeal, so we appreciate you making the trip to Washington on such short notice. Yes, you three experienced the first verified case of alien abduction, so naturally you are of great interest to the United States government. It's nuts, man. I mean, we're just small-town buds who saw a UFO in the woods. I mean, now we're hanging out with the government. Okay. Now, after the blue light pulled you into the spacecraft, what is your next memory? Uh, I came to and saw a beautiful being made of, like, a beautiful, calming light. Yeah, same here. That being touched my head, and I felt every emotion in its purest form. It was amazing, and I cried, sir. Okay, and you, Miss Rafferty? Wow. <laughs> what floor were you guys on? I woke up in a dirty metal dome and, uh... 40 little gray aliens watched me pee in a steel bowl. When they took the bowl, walked out. Interesting. Were these beings also bathed in light? Uh, no, no. They were uh, gray with big fat eyes, little mouths. They just uh, stared while I peed. I don't think I was dealing with the top brass. And how did they instruct you to urinate? Was that telepathically? Uh, no, no. I, uh, I woke up, I had to pee like a camel. So uh, I started peeing and uh, one of the gray aliens slapped the wall and pointed at the bowl. So I got the hint, I kind of ducked, walked over the bowl, peed in. Yes, I, I see. Now, when you all awoke, were you clothed? Um, I was wrapped in like a robe made out of warm, glowing energy. Yeah, like a blanket made out of pure love. Yeah, a little different for me. Um, I, uh, I had my shirt I came in with, but my pants were gone. So uh, my coot coot was out. I was full porky pig in it in a drafty dome. Now, did you all stay on the same ship the entire time? Or? Well, you know, my body did, but my consciousness was shown what lies beyond time and space. It was so beautiful. I'm sorry, I'm just crying about, just thinking about it a little bit. Do you need a tissue? 
What? No, sorry. I just I'll use my shirt. Um, the alien showed my mind the furnace of all creation, what we would call God. What? <laughs> These fancy cats are seeing God. Meanwhile, I'm starting phase two, which is me sitting on a stool while forty gray aliens take turns gently batting my knockers. <laughs> Did y'all get the knocker stuff? Uh, no, no knocker stuff, sorry. And did you feel threatened, Miss Rafferty? No, 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 no. They were, uh, they were real respectful about it. They were, they were in a line. And then uh, one by one, they'd step up, slap a knocker, and then go to the end of the line, wait for another turn. It didn't hurt, it was like, I'm sorry, pardon me, Sharon. It's kind of like that. No harm, no foul. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. Um, perhaps they were collecting biological data. No. Of all time. Great. I'm hearing Good like job, a beeping. Are you guys picking that up too? What was that? I'm picking up like a beeping. Are you guys getting that too? Nope. Are you on a mine? Did somebody throw a, rem a remote mine at you and James Bond, Goldeneye? It's possible. I'm just hearing boop, boop, boop. I think uh, I think what makes Kate McKinnon so good is what me like what ruins her in bigger roles is she's so awkward and is very good at making everyone in the room laugh at her, and that's part of her appeal in SNL is she makes more people break maybe than anyone I've ever watched in SNL history. That's part of why Kate McKinnon's so great is because she's willing to A, do the ridiculous stuff that a lot of them probably aren't. She's totally the say yes to anything. Um, she punches up jokes really well and she's great at making, like, we watch SNL and part of the fun of it is when the cast knows how stupid the skit that they're doing is, but there wasn't a lot good written that week, or maybe the host chose that skit to like that skit, even though it's trash, and they know it's bad, and then one of them just takes it to that level of ridiculousness where they all start to break. That's part of the fun of SNL, right? Uh, Kate McKinnon does that really well. She's very good as a side uh character and not like not like a side not like a second she's a good like third or fourth in movies because mm. it's too much of her otherwise that's my take on kate McKe um next one's isle of dogs i'm gonna be right back guys i'm gonna hang up and then call you back just to see if this uh beeping will go away all right we will is, wait. is a battery dying on you uh, i don't think so i'm plugged in Breaking everything. Oh, it's such Tim. a piece of shit. Hi, I can't, oh, God. Tim. And I didn't have my monitor up. Oh, dear. Those are a bag of dicks. <laughs> oh, dear. Isle of Dogs. Talk about this Do movie. you get the title? I assume there's an island of dogs. No. It's for the Kings Awards. Say, say, the, say the title really fast. Isle of Dogs. I love dogs. Yeah. Yes, hey. There you go. 
Just a treat. You get you get a treat. Not his best. Not Wes Anderson's best. But that's going to be more of a Wes Anderson chat. <laughs> Once again, um, yeah, Bill Murray in this. He played one of the dogs, correct? Yes. Yeah. How about that? Very convincing as a dog. Probably a scruffy voice one. of boss. Uh, from what I've seen in the trailers, because I haven't checked this movie out, is stop motion animation kind of style, and then mm-hmm. um, it's about like a a kid on an island making friends with talking dogs. Yeah, trying to find his dog. Ah. All the all the dogs were sent away from Japan. You guys are talking fairly negative about it. Is this a recommendation, or is this like you can skip it? I would watch it. Um, I just want to. I will have to rewatch it before I debate Aaron on him saying it's not one of Wes Anderson's best movies. It's one of the few times Aaron and I agree on a lot of things. Don't, I remember. Don't, don't tell Wes Anderson I said this. <laughs> I remember walking away from this one really liking it. So I'd have to rewatch it to know for sure. I will have to rewatch it again. And then we'll change our opinions. <laughs> you know what? I really <laughs> like it. Brian like, I hate it. They're like, oh. Oh, my God. You're so right. No, best you're two right. Three. Best two of the three. Best two of the three. Watch it one more time. Uh, so then we hop to The Dead Don't Die. Bill Murray, Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. That is the most recent. I uh, just watched this this afternoon before we uh, recorded. And Second oh, most recent. Fuck, was Ooh. it fun. I, I really liked it. It is dark, um, kind of plotting, does not make any sense, and I don't think it's it's trying to. They play with the fourth wall quite a bit. Um, it actually makes me like Adam Driver a little bit more. He's a weird looking guy and people like him. <laughs> I'm like, he's talented. He's a Marine. He's uh yeah, he's just got a very it's he's got a presence to him, which electrifies mm. my pants. <laughs> Black Clansman, he was awesome in. Why? Yeah, he's Why? What is really the appeal of Adam Driver? Uh strong jaw. Strong jaw. Very, the biggest nose in the world seems it's it's the way he carries himself. Phoenix is like we're going to make so much everything. money off of Adam Driver. Adam Driver got an erection, walked into a wall, and hit his nose first. <laughs> wow! Wow! Unbelievable! Unbelievable. I'm telling you, you, I'm calling him. Right have you seen Black Landsman? I have not. I would say check it out. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, Black Klansman definitely, definitely a movie to watch. I'll give, very, I'll very give it, well done. I'll give it seven and a half KKK hoods out of uh, ten. Wow, wow. That's, that's strong. That's strong. Wow. That's a lot of them. Wow, that's a half hood. That, How do you cut the hood? That, a half hood. Do you cut it this way or do you cut it this way? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, Zombieland double tap. Next one. Oh boy. Haven't seen it. I obviously Nazga is the first. It's very hard with sequels to be better than the first, uh, unless it's T2. Still a good movie overall. Uh, interesting premise. Bill Murray's character in it. 
once again uh, plays a good offers good levity to a comedy movie, which is tough to make sense of. Uh, <laughs> it's not a statement that you know levity is not the right word, but offers a completely different style of humor to to a comedy movie, which is very much appreciated. Doubling down on Zombieland can get a little. Like yeah, 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 we've seen this before. We've seen the rules. We, we, we get it. Yeah, you have a new rule. Okay, what's different about this movie? And there's two things that stand out in Zombieland Double Tap. The first is oh, Thomas Middleditch as Flagstaff. <laughs> so you have Columbus and you have Flagstaff. <laughs> Would you recommend um, it? I would recommend it. It's definitely worth a watch. You'll get some laughs out of it. It's not as okay. good as this one, but worth but a it's, watch. It's, it's not a horrendous sequel no. that you're like, no, oh god, all. I wish that didn't happen. If you were no, putting together your Halloween, like October movies to watch, you know, your treehouse is a horror and everything. If you watch Zombieland, give it a couple of days before you go to Zombieland 2. I do not think it's a double feature kind of situation. No, it's too much at that point. It's does it? Much. I will ask one thing. Does it leave the hint to a trilogy, or is it over at the second? Uh, I honestly don't remember. I don't feel like the first left a hint for a second, and they still made a second. Yeah, so, I suppose. This could be yeah. the last they, movie I they, saw in theaters before everything got shut down. Wow. Same same guys. That's kind of sad. Uh, okay, interesting. So Dave Callahan, the guy who wrote Zombieland 2, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, Shang-Chi, um, Godzilla, Expendables 1 and 2, Doom. Oh, Doom. The 2021 Mortal Kombat. Man, this guy's writing everything. Pumped out <laughs> Shang-Chi, America, the motion picture, and Mortal Kombat all this year. Wow. Oh, like screenplay, screen two screenplays and one just written by, and then wow, high demand. Wow. Um, Since you brought up Shang Chi, uh, and this might be a little bit dated by the time this episode gets out, are we hearing a lot of heat behind that? Because I heard initially people were really excited for it, like the new part of the Marvel universe is starting up, but I haven't heard anything since. I'm hearing, I... I'm hearing some positives, about, like excitement, lots of buzz about it. I usually avoid um, the TV series versions of uh, Marvel and DC. Oh, this is really? the the new movie first that's off, just unpopular. Going to the a movie. First off, Shang-Chi's oh, a is movie. it a movie? My bad. I, I've heard very positive things. All right, back to Bill Murray. So the Dead Don't Die. <laughs> Tim recommends it. Let's wrap this thing up. Tim recommends the Dead Don't Die. We got one more movie. It's on the rocks. This was a pandemic film that came out. I have not seen it. Um, I'm looking at the cast. I actually, I'm intrigued. It's an Apple original film. It's probably why uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, Bill probably. Murray, Rashida Jones. Those are the those are the two leads. Sofia Coppola wrote and directed it. Sounds very interesting to oh, me. Oh, Brian's hard. Marlon Wayans. Uh, Marlon Wayans. Jenny Slate. Uh, interesting cast. Very interesting cast. Uh, interesting cast. 
great uh, Sofia Coppola after sitting through this with you guys and realizing how many great movies she's put out that I've enjoyed. Uh, it, that does sound exciting, but doesn't the plot seem kind of tired? I don't know. It doesn't seem... A young mother reconnects with her larger-than-life playboy father on an adventure through New York. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, it's a va- very vague, uh, very vague synopsis there. Yeah. Right. So it, it's tough to say. I mean, mo- there's it's hard to do original ideas. It's more so about how you can be original within the larger story. But... Simpsons did it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll grant you that. And... I think that was a pretty. Yeah, pretty harsh judgment on that, but uh, yeah. So her larger than life father takes her on a trip. Yep. Yeah. So is it to Castro's can... communist revolution sweeps through Cuba, <laughs> catching a political Havana club owner? <laughs> oh, is this man. a crossover? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Sofia Coppola as a director, you know, we may we may have to touch on her or at least like the co in a, we'll probably do a coppola's episode yeah um, that's a big family yeah the big, I, like to, family. I, I like to touch on all of them um uh, <laughs> 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 but sophia coppola's uh had some had some great movies and then some big flops so it's tough it's tough going into it to see uh you know what or to gauge whether it's going to be good or not like virgin suicides was really good marie antoinette horrible right and so (laughs) (laughs) when you when you have kirsten dunst as your lead actress yeah what are you gonna expect yeah uh like this is marie antoinette I just can't stand her teeth, her little teeth. <laughs> Marie Ant- this is Marie Antoinette. This isn't fucking bring it on. Oh my god. I'm trying to remember what it's from. It could be like a Family Guy reference or something like that um, about her teeth. Like It's kind of like when the like Family Guy talks about Julia Roberts and then like she's got the lips, she's got Baboon's ass on her lips or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On the rocks, maybe worth a watch, maybe not. I don't know. I'm watching some Apple content right now, uh, Mythic Quest, oh. as we as we go to what we recommend, what we're watching, we recommend. I'm watching Mythic Quest. I've already blasted through the first season in a week since oh, wow. Bill Murray Part One, uh, season two. We're like two episodes in, Danielle and I, and oh my god, it is such a great show. If you like, it, it's always sunny you'll like Mythic Quest. Uh, if you're a gamer, you'll like Mythic Quest. Hell, if you like comedies, there's something for you in Mythic Quest. It is fantastic. Love it. Can't say enough about Rob McElhin. That sounds amazing. Anyone else? Yeah. Highly recommend it. It's about a uh, Mythic... There's a lot of parallels. You can tell they take a lot from real life and parody it. But it's about a video game, Mythic Quest, and the company that produces it. Um, and it's a about you know how that company has to pivot in today's age with like streamers uh and, and like having to pander to little kids because little kids if they play your game will like make you a fortune things like that right it's a make toys and fucking comics and 
backpacks out of them and everything. Yeah, it's it's kind of like absolutely a World, War, uh, World of Warcraft style game, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's a MMO. It's an MMO game, um, and it. I'm pretty sure it literally because if you see even the streamers, like one of the streamers that they try to pander to, his name's Pootie Shoot. I think he's like PewDiePie, and then the other one like is this kid with blue hair. Uh, that's super clean and that's like ninja it's like they clearly like parody they parody the shit out of it but overall like rob mcelhenny is just such a good character he's he plays the perfect self-absorbed asshole that you still like to a to a degree right like you're like oh my god this guy's ridiculous and then the next episode you're like ah you know what i like him so Daniel Pudi did a great job too as like first time I haven't seen him as Albed from Community. I got to watch the first couple episodes before my like free trial ran out and I, I want to get Apple for it, but I can't afford another fucking streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I have it on Plex. So I, I have a access to a buddy server on Plex and I watch a ton of stuff on it. Nice. If it was my server, I would give you guys access. <laughs> I've already asked him to well, give my family access. Maybe, I think he only has maybe. a limited amount of people that he could give access to. Maybe we'll split three ways and we'll get onto that. Um, yeah, <laughs> the one the one from Apple that I really liked was uh, um, Ted Lasso. I had that's next on our list. So really, really good. Tara and I are big fans. I know I sound like that token guy. It's like, you know, me and my partner are super big fans. We can't get enough of this show, can we, honey? Oh, we love it. But thank God it's not like Grey's Anatomy or some shit. It's actually good. Yeah. So that's, uh, Tim, any recommendation outside of Mythic Quest that you want to hop on? Absolutely. Uh, on cinema. Uh, I just heard about this show. Uh, give me one second to bring this up. All right. So Greg Turkington and uh tim heidecker it went for 11 season the episodes are like 10 minutes long it's an adult swim thing if you know tim uh heidecker he's uh kind of uh tim and eric uh awesome or whatever that show is called uh ah uh, yes tim and eric yeah so yeah when you go into the show just know it is fucking weird and it is like uh, what we're doing right now is what they're uh, parodying, and they and they did that for eleven years. And like every movie they watch, they, even if they like talk shit about it at the end, like yeah, I really recommend it. Five bags of popcorn. This is like Oscar <laughs> award winning. Uh, I'm in season two now, and it's starting to. The, like the infighting and the characters are kind of coming alive and it's just the two of them and they're doing these like weird little on location shoots and like they last for 30 seconds and don't make okay. any sense. It is fucking great. I love it so far. Um, I, I can't really recommend it yet because nothing specific has actually happened to point to, but I just want to see where this is going. Interesting. Keep us keep us posted because uh, I actually Tim and Eric awesome show great job was yeah. uh, was pretty pretty great they had uh, they had a lot of good moments in that show a lot of big guests on that show too it's one of the big uh, misses for me that I, I haven't gotten to see yet because I, I love the sketch comedy and stuff like that I just I did whatever reason I never I think I was out west when it came out and I just missed it 
I uh, yeah, I think it's it's worth it. You know, uh, it's not much. Yeah, I to recommend say it about as that. well. Very. They fun. have they have a lot. As I said, like a lot of really solid guests on there. Like Bob Odenkirk comes to mind oh. as one of the uh, one of the people that just jumps out to me that had um, that did some really good stuff with them. So Bob Odenkirk recently had a heart attack, but he's doing okay. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Yeah, I was worried. Where can we find you to wrap this up by 1 a.m.? We're recording late today. Yeah, somebody didn't have to put on their kid. Fucking responsible yeah. dad, piece of shit. Yeah. And then somebody else was ready, not gaming, I'm having sorry, fun man. and shit. It was Could just be hanging out here at like 9.30, like me, loner. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me, Aaron Chalupa, at ChalupaCabra52 on Instagram. Send me a message. Uh, let me know where you heard me. Uh, yeah, always like having new followers in my interesting life of brewing, firefighting, and traveling. If you're looking for me, cool. uh, Tim, you can find me uh, on Bearded and Board, our channel. Uh, you can email us uh, at the Bearded and Board Gmail, and I'll pass along to the rest of the couch critics, which I can't seem to pronounce right now. Uh, on Instagram, we're the Bearded and Board Podcast. And we're just looking forward to building a community and talking and sharing our love of movies and hatred of David Spade. Brian? <laughs> cool. You can find me twitch.tv forward slash not just BS. Capital N, capital J, capital B, capital S. Uh, you can also find me on the, uh, that deli, eh? The deli. <laughs> uh, the barbershop. Barbershop. Right. Damn, man. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. You can find me on Instagram at uh, not underscore just underscore B S. And that is because there's a barbershop that has my handle that isn't even active anymore and breaks my heart. Uh, if anybody was looking to check out the stream, is there a better day than any others? Uh, not right now. The schedule is pretty flexible right now based off work and the little one, but hopefully things will settle down soon and I can put together some sort of regular schedule and do it more often. I've been trying to at least hit Monday nights. No more meme fights, but at least I've been streaming Monday nights. So check me out then. Uh, and it'll be good because the football season's coming up, so I'll also be able to talk football on there as well. And if you come from you know the the couch critics canada let me know in the twitch chat man let's uh be active let's have a conversation i'm always uh i'm always up for chatting about anything Fuck cool. right it's a very knowledgeable individual about sports entertainment pornography i just like things <laughs> do you look like eddie Supley right now <laughs> just staring off at your screen I just like things. <laughs> things and stuff. <laughs> I like it. Do you I like, like it stuff? So, so, you like stuff? I always love that when somebody comes up to me and is like, how are things? I'm like, oh, great. How's stuff? Be more vague, how about? Fuck. Ask me something specific. Don't be a fucking drone, piece of shit. FBI isn't always watching me. 
I'm gonna have another beer. Poo-poo, you fucking hit me in the right spot with that joke. That was fucking great. <laughs> Not a joke. It's fucking serious. God, every fucking just a day. rant, man. Pan- oh pandemic shit, dude. No, just seriously. You guys experienced that pandemic shit. Hey, how's the, how are things going? I don't know. The same as you, probably. Want to be a bit more specific? Fuck. Hey, man. At least people ask you how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> How's the kid? How's the kid? How's the baby? How's the baby? How's Brian? <laughs> How's the dad? How's mama and baby? How's mama and baby? Never how's dad doing? Fuck. Well, even if you got a fucking honest answer, like, oh, you know, I've been crushing a lot of Candy Crush and uh, <sighs> had to pick what to eat 16 nights in a row, so there's that. Uh... Cheeto macaroni. I... <laughs> can't pass it through my bowels. I don't know what's going on. It's stuck. Why am I so fat? <laughs> I have become John Goodman. <laughs> it's a trap. The cotton candy craft dinner was terrible. Slightly more oh. digestible when mixed with fire Cheeto fucking craft uh, dinner. Oh god, hot take. Cotton candy craft dinner doesn't taste good. Wow. <laughs> the cheese cotton candy, however, tastes really good. <laughs> the craft dinner cotton candy. Why won't anyone love me? Yeah, there's a big difference, man. Cotton candy craft dinner, horrible. Craft dinner flavored cotton candy, amazing. <laughs> I'm picturing they have like that machine that makes the cotton candy all fluffy and somebody's just like pouring craft dinner cheese be like <laughs> oh my god I can smell the sadness <laughs> Chalupa, they literally just opening like 50 of the little cheese packets putting them in the cotton candy machine and then like a, a jug like a, a like a four liter jug of milk just lit off just hold them upside down a line of 50 college students just waiting, just salivating. Can't the cronut like... guys in the stand next, like, looking sad because no one's lined up for him anymore. Uh... Fucking cut to the fucking food bank, and there's some, like, excited kid slowly getting sadder as he realizes it's just a box of noodles, and they've taken all the cheese packets out. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be well, that's so the... good. That's when they give uh, the craft the dinner boxes without the cheese to the mini donut guy, and he just crushes all them up, mangles the, the the noodles, and just turns them into fucking mini donut pizzas. Mix them together. Go on. We're waiting. <laughs> are, are you saying craft dinner crust pizza? Because I can't get behind it, but I'm intrigued. Patent pending. Patent pending. No. Not even. No. Not even. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Good night. Get some sleep. Have a night, Have a night folks. We'll uh, hopefully record next week. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yep. I'll send my dates. Bye-bye.
I've exactly. thought about this for a few years, and I wonder. I, I need you guys' opinion on this. Melissa McCarthy in a Tommy Boy sequel. She's playing the the titular character. Nope. She already nope. did it. She did it with identity theft. Mm. <laughs> she did. They were in a have... car. They drove around everywhere. She already did it. And then she did another one where she was hanging out with Sandra Bullock the whole time. She is the female Chris Farley, but she's already done everything and more than Chris Farley's done. If she comes up with Beverly Hills Ninja or something like that, it's going to be like, oh boy, here we go. I would love to see her in an SNL bit where she's doing the uh, motivational speaker, number one. Number two, she did not have the sidekick character. What uh, What is his fucking name? Uh, Joe Dirt. Didn't uh, she do? Fucking didn't she do? David Spade. Motivational speaker? Didn't she do motivational speaker? Like the SNL, like uh, whatever the fuck it was, the 50th anniversary or whatever shit? If she does, I will love to see that. And um, that may be where my mind is picking that up from. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere there. I, she's definitely like copied Farley a couple times, Ode to Farley kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I would love yeah, to see her and David Spade working together on a project. Because I think that he would. St- he still has the chops to be a straight man to somebody, and she has the physical comedy that would make it interesting. There's very few. Irony of ironies. Is, like, move they like get her. married. She can do better. And they have a kid, and they name it Chris or Farley. She can do way fucking better than David Spade and his <laughs> sniper on every failing TV show and sitcom. Let's bring in David Spade for a season. Eight simple rules. Boom. I think... Rules of engagement. Boom. <laughs> I actually love David Spade, though. I, I like David Spade a lot, hilarious. too. I think a lot of people uh, hate him. I actually like him a lot. Who's yeah. Woo. Early on, uh, you know, you got your Joe Dirts, your Just Shoot Me, uh, Tommy Boy. But when have you seen him lately? Or is it just still that pervasive love from back in the day? No. David Spade has his no. own late night show. Does he? Yeah, he has a variety show. It's fucking hilarious. Wow. I don't know if he still does. He had it like a year ago. I'm going to reserve judgment, watch it before the next time guys. we record, and I will... If I can open my heart to David Spade one more time, he better not hurt me. And then he hosted the Netflix after party. Weird. All uh, right. Who died that he had to go in and replace? Let me look up David Spade. Oh, the vulture of Hollywood. <laughs> not even. Not um, even. The show's called Lights Out with David Spade variety series like kind of that late night interview people 108 episodes 8.1 out of 10 imdb rating for it fantastic i've Um, never heard of it i'm so surprised i'm sure it's better than seth myers well if you've watched him as a guest on any of them on any late night shows he's always hilarious the the stories he has back from snl days how he tells them how do we see more of David Spade? How he passes off he arrogance off Hollywood, so well. Hollywood? Like, he just plays, like, the guy who shouldn't be arrogant that is arrogant so well. That's, is he like, like, David Spade. Is he, like, in the same category as Norm MacDonald, where we just don't hear about them that, as much nowadays? Because they're just Maybe. like, oh, you're, you're, you're too crazy, you're too radical, or whatever, you you're not falling in line, which also baffles me because you have Jim Jeffries and Bill Burr that are pretty edgy with some things, but they don't get shunned at all. Like, what did they, did they do something to Hollywood? Like, 
in the 2000s or late 90s or some shit. Like, I know, I know fucking Norm MacDonald had gambling problems. No, I think it's just like Norm MacDonald has such a specific audience. I love Norm MacDonald. He mm-hmm. is brilliant. But, he is yeah. a very smart person. Dude, like, he has such one of my top 10 comedies. Audience, I love it. Though. Yeah. He is a, a very specific audience. I know people that hate Norm MacDonald. They're like, this guy's not funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> He is so funny. Um, (laughs) David Spade would be one of the modern day best straight men uh, to have opposite any other comedian. And but he has proven maybe by straight man. (laughs) (laughs) As he drops his pen. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, No, but David Spade can hold his own as leading a comedy. Like. I think he his stronger suit, like you said, is that arrogant, self righteous guy, and he does <clears> such <throat> a fucking great job. I can't yeah, hard. No. This is great delivery. All um, right. <clears throat> I on the topic of Norm McDonald. So I think it was actually David Spade was talking about working with Norm McDonald and what it's like. And how he's Norm Macdonald is the guy who enjoys making everyone else uncomfortable. So like uh he'd he'd like someone would there would be an elevator like eight people and him and David Spade would be in it. And then uh and then he'd like get off the elevator and he'd be like be careful about this guy. He's a toucher. <laughs> Just like the elevator. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I was, that watching a, I was watching a YouTube uh, clip comparing Norm MacDonald to Rodney Dangerfield with the, their quick little uh, jabs at, like, you know, my wife humor. Yeah. And there's some really good ones. Oh, God. Norm MacDonald. And I guess, I guess, I guess. Right? Yeah, he's from, uh, I believe, Montreal. Or maybe I Quebec think, City. I could I be think, wrong. It might be Quebec I City. I think he's a Quebecer. He's 100% from Quebec, the province. I just can't remember which city he's from, whether it's Quebec City or Montreal. But yeah, with, and like, with his with his voice and accent, Quebec you'd City. never guess it. You'd be like, oh, wow, he must be from, like, I don't know, North Bay, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> With all these legends, it's too oh, bad the man. CBC could never pull off pulling any of these guys back for, like, d- do the British comedy thing where, like, you only ever have to get them to commit for a one season oh, of, like, whatever CBC show could? they want to fucking do. All right, Dan Aykroyd, you got but the they keys will, to the kingdom. They would, Norm MacDonald. They could, but they never will. They absolutely can. They absolutely can, but they never will because of the image. They would mm. never do it because of the image. They could get Norm MacDonald. They could get... Harlan Williams, they could get fucking Ryan Jim Reynolds. Carrey if they wanted to. Reynolds maybe, but Reynolds isn't the same cut of, isn't cut of the same cloth as like Norm Donald. You know what I mean? Like he's not a stand-up comedian. No. Ryan Reynolds could be, I think. I think he could do a couple stand-up shows. I think he's quite sharp-witted and funny. But just to but... even give him a sitcom, like here is the budget. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Do whatever the fuck. Like two you guys want. in a poutinery. Two guys in a poutinery. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Norm Macdonald and Ryan Reynolds have a poutinery. That'd be amazing. Nathan Fillion could come back to Canada. Yay! <laughs> oh, that was very De Niro of you with that face there, Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking, fucking like that. Fucking like that idea. 